0: 1310 WIBA and Everyday Outdoor Living brought to you by The Bruce Company online. BruceCompany.com. That's BruceCompany.com. Facebook and social media. The Bruce Company. Mentioned uh, their Milton Garden Center right at 2830 Parmenter Street. And the phone lines are open and they're going to be rocking this morning. So we'd love to get you on with Lisa Briggs from The Bruce Company. 608 321 1310. That's 321 1310. Lisa, how are you doing today? I'm good.
1: I dragged you outside today.
0: You <laughs> did a little field trip before the show. You're
1: just out the door. It wasn't it? <laughs> yeah that far <laughs> yes
0: uh we were nervous for a bit that we'd get locked out but uh we held doors properly which is always fun in this building and its security but you pointed out the law I, I said it
1: was going to happen
0: and you were right it's green
1: i know it's amazing right it
0: is amazing i would i i would have not thought that today was the day that starts you get a green kind rest. of a
1: warm you get some you get some moisture mm-hmm. and then you get a kind of a warm day and then you get rain at night with the temperature staying steady. Yeah. And the next morning you wake up and there are parts in your lawn that are all of a sudden green.
0: That was so cool. Yeah. That's gonna be it's like magic. I
1: think magic. Can't wait. Spring magic.
0: Isn't <laughs> it all gardening kind of magic?
1: Like a think little so. seed and it makes this... I think this, so. I did uh... a did a um Sprouts Club on Saturday with yeah. seeds and I did the old thing where you put like bean seeds and wet paper towel. Yeah. So you can see the development. It is magic. Everything that grows comes that little, little tiny, tiny thing.
0: You look at like uh, like some uh, some like lettuce seeds and stuff. And you're like, there's no way there's ever gonna be anything coming out of this. Well,
1: even though if you think you know lettuce is this big and the seeds are kind of sm- are small, yeah. But you think of an acorn compared to you yeah. know
0: <laughs> what it turns into. It's
1: mind blowing.
0: It is really amazing stuff. You've got some questions about uh, what's going on in your yard in your garden. Thinking about what you can start, what you can hold off on. Um, are we are we at are we go yet for? for we're I think start? so.
1: I think if you're, I mean, if if you have a good light, mm-hmm. I think you can go ahead and plant. everything okay. You know, start everything. If you're if you're light challenged, like if you're on a windowsill or something like that, I would hold off a little bit on tomatoes okay. because they really can't safely go out for another six or eight weeks. And so they can get really leggy, really fast, and yeah. then there's no point. So, yeah. but if you have like a sunroom or you have a grow light kind of system, um, you can go ahead and start everything now.
0: Pretty much everything's good to go. Speaking of, by the way, the weather you were mentioning, uh, you got like uh, you know one of those one year ago reminders. And- I
1: did. Isn't Facebook does that? They'll yeah. send you some pictures of something that happened, you know, seven years ago or whatever. And I had posted some photos on Facebook a year ago of my hellebores in full bloom. Really? and right now they're just barely poking up <laughs> through the wet leaves
0: every year is a unique experience but i know they all... i think
1: we had a really beautiful march last year and then as i recall and then april got kind of cold yeah and, I, and icky
0: i think you're right on. so i that.
1: don't think last year was really typical
0: this year's a little more typical.
1: I don't know. What's typical now? <laughs> I don't
0: know. It's, yeah, I know.
1: It's different every year. It's kind of nuts.
0: 608-321-1310. That's 321-1310. If you've got a question for Lisa Briggs from The Bruce Company, would love to get you on the air this morning. Um, and we talk about uh, talk about the grass greening up and and um, and looking at yards. You were sharing with me a new uh, product you guys or a new kit you guys are going to start carrying at the Bruce Company.
1: Yeah, so we we met this um, young man at the Garden Expo actually, and he's he's uh, from the area, so it's a local product, and it's called Flawn, F A L. Wn. It's and not it's, like
0: the caramelly yummy. No, dessert. not like
1: flan. Oh, it's flan. Well,
0: I was going to say, cover my yard with flan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be sticky.
0: I'd never leave home. But, anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is a flowering lawn. Nice. I know. So I. Lots of people are. You know, really. Starting to invest in making uh, habitats in their yard that are attractive to different kinds of pollinators. And this is a really good way. So, what he does is he mixes different grass seeds in with micro clovers and other clovers and other little flowering plants. So, it does, so it's great for pollinators. Mm. It reduces mowing, um, it needs less water than a typical lawn does. So it's good and there are a bunch of other benefits to it and it's pretty. Yeah. Now I would say that if you like you know if if you have little kids and they're playing hard on the grass, mm. I think it's probably not for you. I think if you like that sort of really, you know, pristine kind of golf coursey look. The fairway,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: the, it's not for you either, but if you're a little more laissez faire about your lawn, or you're trying to convert mm-hmm. some spaces. This is a really cool option, and, I... and they have kits, so you can buy separate, you know, separate products, mm-hmm. or you can buy a kit, and they're based on the size of your lawn, and so you can get enough seed and everything's all pre-mixed so it's super cool
0: it's awesome is that is that i know there was like this no mow movement you know especially the past couple of years with what's been going on do we still see any of that like people trying to like to hold off as long as possible doing their mowing and
1: well i'm turning i'm turning my lawn over to clover i mean it's my lawn is not very big honestly Mm. and i did an experiment last year and I had, you know, I don't know, a thousand people traipsing through my yard for the garden tour. And it yeah. looked pretty mushed by the end of the day Saturday, but it popped right back. So I'm going to see what's happening for this year mm-hmm. and see if it, you know, how it looks. And then I, we'll go from there.
0: I mentioned to you that the the photo that that he shares on his site looks like my lawn. And I remember a few years ago, I was asking you about about some options and and mentioned um and you mentioned that uh clover and i i picked up a bag of clover and i put it out and it's i love i don't know i i on our backyard our front yards you know your traditional turf but our backyard looks really nice i like it it's a cool little look 608-321-1310 that's 321-1310 if you've got a question for lisa briggs from the Bruce company love to get you on the air and cindy joins us this morning cindy welcome to the program you're on the air with lisa briggs from the Bruce company
1: Good morning. Morning. I have a question regarding uh, hibiscus trees that I kept over winter in my house. They're looking a little crummy, but I think I'm going to make it, I know. My question is, I have a 3 season porch that faces south and west. Do you think it's warm enough out there that I could move them out so they're not dropping leaves in my house? I think, Cindy, that it depends on whether or not you heat this three season porch hibiscus are tropical and if it goes much below 50 degrees for long periods of time they're going to be even more unhappy and drop more leaves than they're doing in your house okay how about ferns pardon i'm sorry i didn't hear that i have ferns as well could i put them up there ferns might be a little more um Uh, especially like Boston ferns, they might be a little more um, able to take the chilly temps. But again, it's going to depend on how cold it gets in there. If it gets much below 40, then I would not put things out there, certainly during the day when the weather is nice and it's warm in there. But if it's going to, we still, I'm looking at the forecast. There's still some nights in here that Mm -hmm. are below 30. So Friday is supposed to be, you know, close to freezing. So it's a little early. I know that we've got nice days coming up and so certainly put them out there. And if the night temps are gonna be like last night where it's gonna be 40 or above, then you could probably leave things out there. But if it's gonna get, if it's flirting tonight, 31 and cloudy, so I guess I'd I'd watch the temperature before you make long-term decisions. I'm just tired of them in my house, but I've been in Florida, and I realized down there, we had a lot of chilly nights yes. down there. they yeah. all survived. Yeah. That's what made me think I could wake them up. Right, but it it Florida's a little bit different because the heat's accumulated in a different way. And it does get chilly down there, but it gets chilly down there for an hour, where here it can be much longer spans of time where it's cold at night. Okay, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Great. I dare on the side of caution.
0: Great question, Cindy. And that frees open a line for you as well, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. You mentioned, like, you know, the Florida climate is, they may hit cold temperatures, but as you point out, it's a shorter duration, like very short duration when they get to that low. And also things like the ground is warmer and, and yeah, that type yeah, of Yeah, and stuff there are too. other things, yes. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of factors, but uh, hib- hibiscus, the, the deer love those things, don't no, they? they? No, don't. Is that the one that they don't love? There's one of them that I know that they just devour. They're
1: hostas. They Hosta. love if you're thinking of things with H's. Oh, that's it. So hibiscus are those big, like, blousy, kind of lurid-looking tropical flowers. Okay. But there are also some hibiscus that are tolerant in Wisconsin. There's rose of Sharon, which is kind of a bush. Okay. It has the same kind of flower, but it's smaller. And then there are the perennial hibiscus which die back to the ground every year and then come up and flower in like uh, July or August. And they have big, giant, like I'm <laughs> doing a thing you all can't see it, but like the size of a lunch plate. It's a, it's yeah, a good size. My, my parents have a couple of those, those hibiscus, and they do really well in West Virginia, but we have hot, humid summers. They so. do well here, too. You yeah. just have to give them time. Sometimes they don't start popping out from the ground till Juneish.
0: And we get antsy. We want them now. We want them today. I know. June's all a long time away.
1: I know. June is a long <laughs> time away.
0: What can we be planting now? That uh, What can we have outside? in our indoor, inside that's got some flowers that may be, uh, may be nice?
1: Well, it's getting close to Easter, so mm-hmm. I mean, lots of flowering plants are coming into the garden center. Some things that will just be good inside, mm-hmm. but other things that, like, we'll have some, um, some Campanula and some other things that you can put outside. So Easter's, you know, creeping up, and so we'll start loading up on those kinds of plants.
0: Really good stuff. Yeah. It's like fun. And it's always fun. You mentioned, uh, you know, it's kind of what's what's happening at the Bruce Company. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the events. I know you guys have a uh, an Earth Day event coming up later this month, but there's always new stuff coming in. Always great stuff at the Bruce Company. Stop on in. They'd love to see it right at 2830 Parmenter Street. That's 2830 Parment Street. The website dot BruceCompany.com. That's BruceCompany.com. Or if you have a question for Lisa, I'd love to get you on the air this morning. 608. 321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. We'll continue our conversation with Lisa and take more of your calls next as Everyday Outdoor Living with the Bruce Company continues here on 1310 WIBA. 8241310wiba and everyday outdoor living with the bruce company don't normally acknowledge commercials but i got to mention <laughs> that was just
1: so weird that was
0: a great one that really <laughs> it got it caught i don't know who did that one but
1: yeah, I know. The voice kind of, sounds kind of familiar. Pretty
0: familiar. That is, that is great. Hanging out, of course, with Lisa Briggs from The Bruce Company online, brucecompany.com. That's brucecompany.com. Their telephone number is 608 836 7041. That's 836 7041. So got a couple of minutes. You want to get on the air with Lisa with your question? 321 1310. That's 608 321 1310. Or stop on in. Say hello. We're at the Middleton Garden Center of The Bruce Company, 2830 Parmenter Street. Talked about flawn a little bit earlier. Are you guys going to start. Um, having those kits at the Bruce company. And you've got the uh, Earth Day event coming up as well on the 23rd.
1: We do, it sort of started with our furniture department. Um, We have a lot of uh, manufacturers who practice um, sustainability Mm. in um, material sourcing and manufacturing processes. And so Gloria, our furniture buyer slash manager, invited a bunch of them to come to the store for Earth Day and so that they can talk to customers and sort of educate them as, as things that they're doing in their industry. And so we thought that was really cool. So we sort of went on from there. So actually, I think his name is Anthony, who mm-hmm. is the Flawn guy, is gonna oh. be there. So if you have questions about how it works, Anthony will be there to answer your questions. And then we will also have uh, Purple Cow Organics will be there oh. with Violet, the big fiberglass purple cow.
0: That, draw, that draws a crowd, doesn't it?
1: I think I you want to do some sort of Instagram photo posting thing. So stay tuned. After I figure it out, I'll let everybody know what's going to happen.
0: You know what you guys need for the Bruce Company is like a giant red wagon. That we have the t-
1: tractor in front of the store. I know, but
0: like, didn't it start with a wagon? Wasn't there like a story about the...
1: No, I think he started with a tractor.
0: <laughs> with a tractor? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he did not start with a wagon. I
0: thought there was some story about a wagon <laughs> I involved I don't think there's a here. wagon.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Bruce may call like me later and tell me that there was a wagon. If so, I will share that. But oh, yeah. I, it's our seventieth birthday, and what he wanted to go to the Boy Scout Jamboree. Yeah. And needed to earn money, and so he rented, or his dad rented a tractor, and he tilled up people's oh. vegetable gardens for them to raise money to earn money to go to the Jamboree. So. Yes. I, and then it just went on from there. So humble it, beginnings. Very humble beginnings. I, There may have been a wagon, but that was not part of the origin story, <laughs> yeah. as I know it. But I'm sure, Mr. Bruce, if you are listening then you can call me today you know how to get a hold of me yeah. and tell me about the wagon and i'll share next you
0: week. know he's listening you know, you know. <laughs> talking with lisa briggs from the bruce company of course uh, you can find them right at the middleton garden center 2830 parment street 2830 parment street online brucecompany.com that's brucecompany.com um anything this t- time of year as we uh as we're kind of getting things prepared um, is a good time if you got to, you know, there's a lot of rain in the forecast, get out, do some cleanup and that type of stuff in the garden beds? You or... could
1: do a little bit of cleaning up if you've got, you know, leaves in your perennial beds and you, you know, you can carefully start to remove that kind of stuff. Um, a, a lot of people are leaving an area sort of, you know, because overwintering insects mm-hmm. lay So, I mean, that's a decision that everybody's yeah. going to make on their own, but, you know, certainly you can cut back. Um, perennials that you didn't get to last year, um, that that you left standing over the winter, things like hydrangeas and roses. Uh, I would wait till they start to bud out before you start thinking about pruning. Mm-hmm. I think given the weather forecast, it might be a little late to prune your oaks. But um, as soon as uh, your um, as soon as leaves are sort of fully expanded, mm-hmm. you know you can do your maples and birches then okay. saps running so it won't hurt them if you prune them but it's gonna they're gonna bleed what we a call lot. bleeding a yeah. lot so <laughs> i'd hold off on pruning for right now okay. other than sort of cleaning up and beds and
0: doing that type of yeah thing.
1: and if you had something that broke you know broken branches or something like that yeah. in the storms that we've had Late winter, you could clean that stuff up.
0: Get that taken care of. If you ever have questions, don't forget you can always call the Bruce Company, the plant desk, 608 836 7041. That's 836 7041 on Facebook, social media, The Bruce Company, the website, brucecompany.com. The best, bestest, greatest, coolest thing to do this time of year is get <laughs> on in to the Middleton Garden side of The Bruce Company, 2830 Parmenter Street. That's 2830 Parmenter Street. Lisa, it's always great hanging out with it's you. Enjoy good the day. Great to see you too. Great to see you. uh The guys from Troll Bites, they come your way next here on 1310 WIBA